You are listening to the Movement Podcast, your semi-source for all things movies, video games, music, and TV. The hashtag Movement is brought to you by the Twist My Own Podcast at the TMA Studios. Like us on all your favorite social media outlets by searching for Twist My Own Podcast. On today's show, your forever host is joined by his co-host Evan to talk all about music. We talk about rock star antics, Maris the Great and his hunt for the peen, and upcoming concerts we may or may not be attending. We also talk about our worst concert experiences and have a special interview with musical guest Kaya Kenner. Thank you for listening to the Hashtag Movement. Now it's time to hashtag start the show. his neighbor's patio oh my god nah i want to put the dia one <laughs> he's just like chilling on the on the carousel dude just i gotta up. find this west cantlin news dia oh yeah <laughs> there's even <laughs> videos of it oh my god this is amazing Come we should on. try to get him on the show he's playing at herman's pretty soon <laughs> with but oh Lod. yeah that's right isn't he He's playing with uh, like trapped and trapped and yeah. cold. Oh my god, sounds cool, Hansel. Well, if we're bored on a on whatever night that is, just walk down to, you know, it's not that far. It's, you're right, it isn't that far. Just catch a five dollar lift and go see Puddle Mud. Everything's so blurry. <laughs> I like that song. It's like the only one that's good. And then he's like. Oh my God! So if you haven't heard yet, Wes, the lead singer of Puddle of Mud, decided to take a joy ride on the carousel at the airport this morning through <laughs> restricted access and got arrested. We've been on this all day, and he is just about to re- be released from jail, and we'll head straight to the venue. The show will go on, but that is why we are running late. Oh. Fucking rock stars! <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fucking rock stars! Hashtag. Oh my God! <laughs> So that was definitely 2013. Holy shit, that's funny. Dude, this guy <laughs> just likes to get faded. Like, how, do, how are they still coming out with <laughs> with music? I mean, good for them, I guess, but... It doesn't mean it. Like, anybody yeah. can do shit. Corn's coming out with another album that I won't care about. Corn, really? Yeah, they already Let's came out with one. Dude, Blinker. so... Puddle of mud, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm gonna gift you that for your birthday. <laughs> the new puddle of mud album on vinyl. <laughs> oh my god! Special edition signed, signed by Wes Gantlin. Carousel writer, scribbly and like <laughs> fucked up. It's just all stick figures. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he has no it's, idea. It's all signed happening. with a crayon. He's <laughs> 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 all stupid now <laughs> and so fucked up. He's <laughs> <laughs> <just> like that. <laughs> Oh, oh man, the guys. they fucking hate me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible, dude. Oh. I I was actually I was actually I had to go listen to that Missy Elliott el- album because she was always really cool. She always had some cool rhymes. And How I had was like, it? No, I haven't listened to it. Oh. and it's always produced by Timberland, and Timberland always makes some cool beats. Yeah, she'd be like, "Hello, no one's stopping me." It's <laughs> <laughs> true. That came out in like August. Yeah. That was a while ago. August. Wow. Uh, if you're just getting onto the show, welcome to the Movement Podcast. 
Oh shit. We Taylor are. Taylor Swift came out with another album for you, bro. We're talking all music. Um, just kind of going through the releases of what's been happening over the last couple months. I, I want to uh, listen to that new Lana Del Rey because she's always super depressing. Know, and I like her stuff, though. I do. A, a friend of mine said that was a really, really good album. She's um, always. I said listened to like two songs off of it, and they were really good. She's just the type of girl that comes with her boyfriend, and the boyfriend's a friend, and you're like, oh man, who brought the fun bear, and where's the fucking honey? <laughs> like, for real, just walks in super depressed, like, millionaire, but fuck my life. I have issues. This is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of musicians are like that. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, let's see. So else? yeah, we're just, uh, I'm, you know, this is movement podcast again. Hashtag, hashtag movement. Hashtag. Movies, video games, music, and TV. Every week we do a different. We cover a different subject. This week now, is music. I'm 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 looking at Ghostface Killer. That should be cool. Are there any of these that you've listened to? Because th- these are all albums. Like basically, what I'm doing right now. I was just going through the all the albums that have come out in the last uh, month no. and kind of seeing wh- what I've listened to. And, oh and shit, dude! Your other favorite to, bands, Cold and Goo Goo Dolls, are coming oh. out with albums. You know, I listened to a couple songs off that Goo Goo Dolls album, and they are old. Well, dude, they like were partying hard and actually like a like a harder band, and then they're just like had came out with that Irish song, and that was that was a good song. Oh, I, yeah. I'll give them that. And I don't no, um, I get those guys to come play my birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Josh. I'm your host. If you didn't, if you didn't catch that already, uh, and I'm joined today by Evan, my lovely co-host. Yeah, you know, got a face for radio, <laughs> so let's go with that. Yeah. So, uh, what you what you been up to, man? Anything Nothing. Else? Just uh, living the dream, working, um, working Is on that my the dream? <sighs> yeah. Been wor- talking about it feels like the stepbrothers talking about the boat, the dream. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> talking uh, about the dream. The dream. Now, um, that and then just working on this, this album I've been working on for like two years, f- years. Um, but it, every time I'm like, oh man, it could be done. Something else comes up and I'm like, well, this song would be cool still with it. It's going to be like, like a f- you got to stop doing that. That's like the curse of an it's, artist. It's going to be 50 songs long, one album, one tour. <laughs> and I'm going to make them every, s- I'm just going to make them so overrated. Just like tool. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. I, Did you I, listen to that new new Tool Tool album? <laughs> you mean it was just What's re- it, it was just recycled Lateralis and thousand, ten thousand days riffs. Ooh, no fighting words. I don't know. I, as a, I loved everything that they put before this, and it's just like really we waited thirteen years, and a friend of mine I went to brunch. Fear <laughs> inocu in, in, I can't even say that word inoculum, and. <laughs> My friend, my friends and I went out to brunch and they just, one of my friends called it out perfectly. It's like, everybody thought that they were Travis Barker in this band where they're just like, yeah, you know, I'm the, I'm the best part, most talented member. Oh. And everybody's just like, I'm going to make it just really epic. Everything has to be up. Ep- I don't know, man. It's How just, long it took them forever. 13 to years, this, right? 13 years. And each song is f- like 15 minutes long. And it's what, a six song album or some shit? Yeah. Like. That's what I didn't like was, it's cool, man. If you want to have these epic like builds, but dude, I'm not I'm not down to listen to a 15 minute song. Like, yeah, they're like you reach minute five or six, and I'm like, yeah, this has been really badass, and then it just drags and drags. 
works. There's just something about those. I there's a couple bands that I like that do those kind of epic but masterpieces. I, but are their songs but 15 minutes long? No, but they're between like six and eight or nine. See, that's reasonable. Um, like eight would be cool. Yeah, but I mean they're they're long. They're a band called Moving Mountains. I've talked about them a lot, but they're they don't play anymore. But their all their music was so epic and it was all interconnected and like their songs would it kind of seemed like a to me it was like they were like an emo jam band you know what i mean so it was like really heartfelt fucking music but in a jam kind of setting where they just play yeah. for a good eight minutes now if you can't see josh right now he's growing some dreadlocks <laughs> <laughs> and he's refusing to shower now selling <laughs> <laughs> I have been growing up my beard. Selling selling macaroni necklaces to get to the next I've been, fish show. Yeah, I've been making some little crystal wraps too. You Bro. know, the, the wire. Oh man. I, I I give those people props, but they're just like oh man. <laughs> yeah, I give them props for being passionate about the band, but I'm like I've just never like and I love music, but I'm not gonna just go follow somebody for like ten years. Yeah, just seeing the same shit every night, like, especially like, yeah. Speaking of uh, people following bands, how do you think the Metallica fans feel about Mister James Hepfield as as going back to rehab? Yeah, rehab. Uh, yeah, as a booze. As a huge Metallica fan, I th- I just hope it works out because. That's the reason why they almost stopped Metallica and then they made that terrible Saint Anger album. <laughs> no, and I you just think history is going to repeat itself and they're just going to make a shit album again. <sighs> I really hope not because the last two have been actually pretty good. I'm like, yeah, it's not as good as like 80s Metallica, but yeah, it's 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 good. Like, there's some cool riffs, it's catchy, but I'm like, yeah. maybe I, I don't know. We'll get into it later about bands that where you're like, oh man, but I can't like them the same way that i liked them before though because it's like a different era different album it's a different different era era, yeah Yeah, there you go so it's like i don't know i just hope he gets the help he needs he actually lives in Vale, which is pretty cool okay um he moved out here but yeah it's it's real out there addiction and stuff that's oh yeah for sure it just i mean yeah it's crazy (sighs) because think about that like think about everybody that this machine of metallica like how many people work for Metallica? Like, right. Well, and how many people go <laughs> see Metallica? Like, Dude. how much money are they losing right now because well, yeah, this I'll, fool can't put the bottle down? Well, I'll give you a hint. Like, my field tickets were Hundreds eight, of like, thousands. No, my field tickets to this last Metallica show, like, was it last year? It was $180. Oof. Per ticket? Yeah, but it was them, Avenged Sevenfold, and I forget who else was on Metallica there. Jr., you mean? Pretty much. <laughs> But it was cool, though, because I was like, well, I was going to spend probably 90 on Metallica anyways, and then yeah. a veg sevenfold, and then somebody else was, was really, that was really cool was on there. Okay. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to be on the field. Metallica is, like, right there. Yeah. I'm like, all right. And these guys are old, man. Like, and you never know. Like, if somebody has a relapse, they could die. Like, shit. You know, it's crazy. It's true. It's a crazy Then you world. got bands like the Rolling Stones that are in their 80s. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Has a heart attack. What, oh, man. What, the lead singer's name? Oh, uh, Mick Jagger. Yeah, didn't he just have some sort of heart attack? Yeah, he had, and like, some heart procedure, but... Yeah, and he's just like, hey, you, did you fix it? All right, let's rock and roll. And just... Dude, those guys goes are going to... back out on tour. <laughs> those guys are going to... That's because they're another band that's just like, well, 
We so- die on the road. Well, no, they're like, we sold out Mile High Stadium, and the cheapest ticket is three hundred bucks or like a hundred and ninety-five dollars. That dude, that's like seventy thousand people at like at least a hundred and ninety-five bucks a ticket. Like, God. dude, that's you're making like four or five million a show. Yeah. <laughs> like, and but, I, I, mean, I would you just got to think about the crew that they're paying for and stuff too. There's still, a lot that goes into that. Still, I'd just be like, all right, well, the tour is <sighs> gonna gross. Say we do sixty to seventy tour dates. And five million dollars a piece. That's gonna be hundreds of millions of dollars. That is so after you pay all your people, you're walking each w- walking away with at least thirty million for like four months worth of work. Yeah, I'd be not like, too bad. Not like too that's bad. cool. And just playing old songs. They don't even record anymore, do they? Dude, they're they're great live though. I went and yeah. saw them at that desert trip, and dude, Mick Jagger still dances like he's the shit and stuff. And then you have Keith Richards. I'm like damn dude this guy's gonna outlive us all he's like an alien he's he's like the cockroach from men in black <laughs> he's just gonna outlive us all <laughs> survive nuclear explosions oh my god for real I'm you're you're absolutely right though that guy just he won't he dude, won't quit. yeah man he still smokes a shit ton of cigarettes <laughs> and he and he drinks like crazy and probably does a bunch of blow still but sure did you uh Still going through these albums. I just like going through these albums. Like, so do you, did you ever listen to Sleeping with Sirens? I know we're going from like amazing epic bands to this fucking emo. Uh, shit. A little bit. They they came out with a new album September sixth called How It Feels to Be Lost. It's for for someone like me, a little emo kid that, that loves that kind of music. It's really good. They uh they yeah. kind of went back to their old style. I hope. And it's they, they're killing it. We wouldn't uh we saw them. Um, recently, yeah, and uh, yeah, at uh, the some forty one show. Really? Yeah. Oh no, I you might have been late. I wasn't there yet, bro. Yeah, I had to miss. Um, man, they killed it though. Gosh, who do I have to Memphis miss? Mayfire. No, I had to. I had to miss. Um, Sleeping with sirens. I had to miss somebody and a tray else. You. A tray you. That's what I had to that miss. Was the last one. I yeah. was like, oh my gosh. Man, they were good too. I know their new They're music's been pretty good. I like them a lot. Um. Uh, Tiger Army's new album was fucking awesome. If you guys remember Tiger Army, anybody remember them? Jeez, they're they're great. That stand up bass, right? So awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been a lot of shit going so on in the last month or so. But with these new music episodes, we're gonna be like, kind of going back and looking at music that's co- come out in the last month. I'm, I'm kind of forward to music that's coming out yeah. you know, this month. So. I'm kind of curious to listen to Liam Gallagher's album because <laughs> he doesn't have his brother to write like all the songs for him. And he just sound like, yeah, wow, it's, it's the second studio album by uh, Liam Gallagher. It sucks because I really like I wanted to like Oasis and those guys just could not get to get it'd be like if my brother and I were a band right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean um, he's got he's got some good producers. Um, guy that did uh, produce Beck, Kelly Clarkson, Paul McCartney, Pink. I mean it's it. Now yeah, it's I'm, got some potential. I hope Andrew Wyatt produced some Lady Gaga, some Lord Bruno Mars. Like yeah, I mean, so I wonder. Know, there's I wonder which uh, song he produced for Randy Marsh. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm Lord. <laughs> oh, I'm Lord. <laughs> Stars the mustache. <laughs> God, man, uh, did you watch that new South Park episode? No, I didn't. I really. Holy shit! We'll have to talk about that on next next, next week next, on next uh, week. on the TV. 
the TV episode will definitely cover that because it is a great. I know. Song. I gotta. I gotta watch it. Man, you definitely should. So yeah, speaking on uh, more album releases, Puddle of Mud. We talked about that a little bit at the beginning. Blink One Eighty Two's new album came out September twentieth. Uh, as most of you know, I am a huge Blink One Eighty Two fan. I have been since I was a kid. Oh, me too. Um, Love that band. Always, always, always loved whatever they've put out like whether it be their old dude ranch album or cheshire cat to their new neighborhoods album or even the dogs eating dogs i like i liked that one but the the california one was it was okay i still enjoyed that one it wasn't i felt like it was like very rushed and it felt like they didn't as opposed to this new one where they're like, man, Matt Skiba can actually go and well, be a part of the songwriting process. I mean, Tom kind of left the band when they were in the middle of writing again. Well. And so they had to have someone come in and help fill the gaps. So like that whole California album, Matt Skiba didn't really have a lot to do with. He just had to come help finish it. Well, yeah. And, and that's so why I said it just seems like it was rushed or just seemed like. Well, it wasn't it rushed. Just wasn't it, was, like, it was postponed for a long it time. It just wasn't. It just wasn't good. Like I liked it. Like I just I thought it was fine. <sighs> it definitely is on the bottom of my. It's my top, le- it's my least nine. favorite from them. Um. Well, they just came out with this new album called Nine. Yeah, and I like Nine. It's their ninth studio album, which is pretty. I didn't even realize that. Um. But you're absolutely right. Like Skiba definitely had some influence on this one. If you uh, if you go back and listen to Alkaline Trio and their style, like you can definitely hear that in this new Blink album. And I mean, this is one of the best albums they've come out with in a long time. I would say, yeah, it's the, the last really good one, like full album since. I liked neighborhoods. Even, even self-titled. Fuck I guess. man. Neighborhoods was good. Neighborhoods was good, but it's just like it, it got to be two angels. I'd agree with that. Where sure. he's just like, Nope, I gotta just do everything I do in angels and just have a flanger and a delay. Yeah, pedal and just play the same thing for like five minutes. Yeah, I love Tom DeLonge. He's my favorite part of this band, but I thought they did a really good job on this album for real. And yeah, I, that's funny that you say that because you've always given so much shit to them about Matt Skiba and everything. So I'm I'm very amazed that you uh, that you liked it. Did you did you listen to the whole album yet? Yeah, did I've listened you, to it several times. What are uh, some of your favorite songs off of it? Just, um, just the my favorite ones. I really wish I hated you. That one, okay. That one's just so catchy. I'm it just is. Like, it's their it's their big single. I just like it, and it sounds like it could almost be an old school Blink One Eight Two song because it kind of sounds like Tom right. DeLonge, all whiny and right, all bitchy. But I agree um, with that. But yeah, I, I like, like I like Black Rain a lot. That one's a good one. That's another one that was I, good. I like Dark Side's really good. Yeah. Um, what other, what other one was really good? Hungover You was a really really catchy track as well. Yeah. Um, they just this album is really dark. And that's what I'm saying about the Alkaline Trio thing. Like they just, Alkaline Trio was always that kind of dark uh, pop punk. Well, where, uh, and they and he, he really brought that into this where yeah. it like, it's Blink One Eighty Two. Yes, that that pop punky kind of, you know, jump around music. But then there's there's this darkness to it that kind of I like it brings you down, brings you back down to adulthood and. Makes uh, you remember that you're 30 years old, still listening to Blink 182. <laughs> Man, fuck you, bro. <laughs> Don't remind me. Um, nah, but I, I like them. And the cool thing about it is, um, John Feldman 
was one was the producer on yeah. this at, from Goldfinger, and that was one of my favorite bands. Feldman has been gold Dude, when he, it comes to he producing kills it music. at producing like that. Um, what was it that um, Story of the Year album was really awesome from yeah. him. Yep, Dude, I mean that, he's done Story of the Year. Killer. He's done. He did. And we're just going to talk about th- basically all of these bands that I'm about to name off got their start because John Feldman picked them up and produced their albums. But you got Good Charlotte, The Used, Story of the Year, One OK Rock. Um, he pr- he produced his own Goldfinger albums, The Matches, Atreyu, Panic at the Disco, Boys Like Girl. Like all those bands that came out in 2004, 2005 were produced by Ashley Simpson, John Feldman. Yeah, I didn't want to name that, but. I mean, dude, even he's like, he's like sirens and he's like, fuck, fuck you, dude. I'm going to make a lot of money <coughs> off this album. Just producing. And he shit. did like, but everything he touches is just gold. I feel dude, like. I loved his band growing up. They were just, they were amazing. Yeah. I remember seeing them with real big fish and that was awesome. The crouching, was it the crouch? Was it the crouching fish hidden finger tour? Was, <laughs> oh, the, yeah. was the name of it with real big fish? Uh, and fi- uh, what was it? Um, Zebrahead. Zebrahead. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, that's another band that really went downhill oh, after man. the front man left. He went to I Hate Kate, and then they he got sued because some girls like, well, I'm Kate. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody hates me. What? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I mean, this the whole album wasn't produced by Feldman. Uh, I yeah. know I know Travis Barker had a lot to do with this, and that motherfucker. Have you seen what that guy's been doing lately? Yeah, he's been doing anything from like rap to to like, country to 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 techno and shit. Yeah, like crazy hip hop. I mean, that dude has been all over the board. He because he's the best. With, uh, he's the best. Halsey and yeah, he's the best drummer in the world, man. For I sure. totally agree with that. What do you think about this news about uh, Mark? talking about how the best days of blink 182 were when tom was in the band but I then but then hang on uh, the question's not done yet mm. then tom comes out and says that you know he uh blink 182 was the best thing of his life or whatever so and and that he he thanks mark and you know super super grateful everything blah 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 like do you think there's any chance of a reconciliation here with this band so i'm gonna i'm gonna say yes for a lot of reasons yes because tom delong i don't think his his alien shit's gone as well as he hoped (laughs) with all the money that they've been spending on and it's cool like if there's really aliens out there like and he's finding it that's cool but you got to have money to fund that he's getting divorced so and his wife's been with him for like 15 years so so yeah he's gonna lose half his money Half his money, so, and you know, it's just like he knows that it's either Angels and Airwaves are gonna play like the Fillmore, or Blink Twenty Two is gonna sell out Pepsi Center. Mm, do you think Mark and Travis will take him back though? I think they will, cause they'll be like dollar signs, okay? Like they'll do the Vegas residency and make a shit ton of money. They're already doing the Vegas residency. I know, but th- with him, they can they can just do that for the entire year. Yeah, and just make like forty million dollars or something. Bullshit. I mean, Tom Tom could make a ton of money if he just did a boxcar racer tour. Think if he just hired a, bu- a couple people to go out and and play those boxcar racer parts with them. I would go see it. I'd go see it. Too. I'd go see it twice. I went and saw it before. I'd go see it at tour. Summit and Black Sheep. Saw that. Uh, <laughs> I saw that tour at the Fillmore, and that was awesome, dude. That's. That the w- one that show that I wish that I would have gone to. That was the best he ever sounded too, as a guitarist and like vocalist in concert. Cause he always just 
tries to play everything like 10 times too quick, like double time or some bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I, it's cool, man. If you don't want to play like, if you want to play like 20 songs, then just cut down on the jokes and just play 20 songs. But you don't have right. to play them like for one minute at double man. time. I would love to see Boxcar Racer. I mean, let's get him on the show. See what his price is. Tom on the show. <laughs> just saying, dude. If we could score guests like that, that'd be awesome. We do have a great guest tonight, though. We uh, we interviewed um, our uh, friend Good of fr- Evans here, Kaya yeah. Kenna. Tell us, tell us a little bit about Kaya here. Oh man, amazing songwriter. I went to school with her actually. That's how I know her um, at CU Denver, and. We had a few classes, long story short, because um, I was the artist manager of a few of the classes because that's, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the route I was going. Nice. And, yeah, I've seen her just start out doing some awesome songs, and now it's just evolved into a concept album with music videos. I Oh, it's great. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, it was a great interview. Um, we did the interview earlier, and uh, it's, we're going to, we'll, we'll have it on later on in the show, but. Yeah, she, definitely. Uh, she's from Colorado, it. and she's now living in Kansas and doing this uh, like a music video um, series. Yeah, you have to listen to the interview because obviously you're listening to the podcast, but it's a really, really interesting. Yeah, um, she's I, doing it really differently when it comes to like being a musician and stuff. It's super, super cool. I've liked how she's evolved as a songwriter too. Yeah, yeah. So she used to play a lot of like acoustic guitar mm-hmm. in those classes. And then she played this, r- I still have them on that 12 track recorder, but yeah, right. when, when she was playing this piano, Oh, it's just beautiful. She sings amazing. And one of my favorite, uh, you know, artists that, you know, I went to school with and just overall, she's just a really good songwriter. Yeah. So definitely stay, uh, stay listening to that. Cause we have some music from her coming up here, uh, in our first break. And then, there's going to you'll see you'll see it's really cool but uh back to back to the news yeah um god you know not a lot more news coming out what uh have you gotten any shows lately yeah man i went to a lot of really good shows anything in uh, the last couple of weeks yes so i went and saw the black keys with modest mouse what when was that it was last week <laughs> Where the and fuck was i I don't know. Probably sitting on your thumb and twirling. Probably working. Um, <laughs> no, but I was blown away at how awesome the Black Keys were. You know, I was expecting it. But then I was also blown away by how terrible Modest Mouse is live. Horrible. <laughs> Horrendous. It's like it's like the guy doesn't know how to plug in his guitar pedals. Like, it's, it's awful. It's frustrating. Because everybody else in the band, even, like, his singing kind of sounds pretty good. But... You know, it's that like lead guitar, and you're just wanting to hear that. You know, especially in float on, you're like, boom, 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 uh, boom, yeah. Boom. And it's just like it sounds like complete anus. It's terrible. Um, just the whole show with the with his like guitar pedals were just so awful. I'm like, who is your sound person? Like, <laughs> how do they let you parade on stage and just? Put, are you just terrible at guitar and not yeah. don't know how to play? Didn't just hire a guy to play behind the amp. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Modest Mouse was like, I saw them with Brand New a couple years ago. Uh, it was like two years ago, Red Rocks. Um, and they were, they were good. They had their, they had their, you know, their their hits that they, 
that they played and they were fine. But I, I don't know. They're like, I can only imagine because you saw them where at Pepsi Center. Yeah, it was what Modest Mouse with Black Keys at Pepsi Center. Yeah, and and oh. it was good that uh, you know, Black Keys played f- or played it last because, man, if I would have had to sit there, I would just left. Like it felt like I was at um. You know that band, Gorgo Bordello? Yes, yes. Like, those guys are good. It's like Modest Mouse, them live is like like a shittier version, just like some like people that don't know how to play Gorgo Bordello songs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the guy that sits at the campfire and he's like trying to play. He's like, he's oh, like, wait, oh, wait, oh, no, wait, 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 hang on. No, no. Right. Does anybody got a capo? We got, anybody got a capo? I'm pretty sure I need a capo this time. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'll have to get some new strings. Shit, man. I'm not, I'm not the best musician. I. I write all of my shit on the computer and shit like that, but yeah, I, I will give him give you that much. Be like, oh <laughs> but, my god! But no, that I <laughs> terrible. I'm so you're saying Modest Mouse like didn't know how to play their own songs? It just sounded terrible. Like, uh, okay, yeah, like when yeah. I saw them with Brand New, it was kind of the same way. I just I like, they again. They it was fun to to see their their songs, their hits and stuff, but like the well, sound was awful. It just sounds like crap. Like the your the lead guitar was just. Uh, it hurt my ears. Well, it was it, like the frequent. Maybe I'm just an old man, and the frequency was was no. fucking with me. But it's just like some guy that just uh, turns like knobs, trying to figure out how to use you his guys pedal. Know what we're talking about? For all you musicians out there, when you're just like fucking around with those knobs, just like come up with some cool shit on your guitar pedal, but it just sounds like shit the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on here. To give you a more vivid. Depiction how was the Black of, Keys? The Black Keys were oh, good, dude, right? Amazing, dude. I Have love you, I love their style. It's just real like, like minimalistic, real cool. It was it, it's just the two guys, right? Yeah. Okay. But they and had was it just them or did no, they have some other musicians? They had like all like a few other guitar players, like a bass player. Okay. So they could do all like the guitar solos, yeah, yeah, course, and that's how it should be. It's right. it's awesome. You have some hired people to come on. Um, but yeah, it, they sounded great. Like you can tell they're getting old though. Like you look at the drummer, <laughs> and he's just like, oh my like, gosh, oh, this guy is old. Yeah. He just looks old. But I just remember that whole feud behind, uh, like between him and Jack White, and Jack White. Oh, was just like I don't want to have my son go to the same school as this guy's kid because he's trying to steal all my music, oh, yeah. <laughs> just copy all my Dick. music. Oh, I'm my like, damn, God. dude, that's brutal. Have you ever have you ever been to any other shows that were just fucking terrible? Um, yeah, Angels and Airwaves and really go on and Weezer. It was it was at the first Bank Center and it was horrible. You can Why? tell that you can tell that Tom DeLonge was really into that phase where he was just taking a bunch of pills and all fucked <laughs> up <laughs> when he hurt his back remember and then yeah yeah and it's all I love. It's all like you can't even it was like ozzy osbourne trying to sing and ozzy just kills it he just can't fucking talk like, right he's, like, and he's like doing crazy train but yeah man <laughs> um but tom DeLonge was terrible at one point i thought he was going elvis on it he was laying on the ground oh my god and didn't even play and didn't even play like guitar Ask my brother about it. He'll bitch just as much as me. So he has like these these lights on his hands instead of playing guitar. Like are they like Iron Man lights or he's like? <laughs> no, he's just like these stupid like. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like the dumbest <laughs> shit ever, and it just sounded awful. Like the rest of the musicians sounded great except for him. And then I was oh, really stoked to see bad. him because I, I really liked those first two albums. And Dude, that's, that's exactly like when I saw. Uh, I went to. So that Modest Mouse show I was telling you about with Brand, brand new, new at Red Rocks, that would have been cool. Yep, yep. A week later, 
And see, brand new that that show was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Them playing that yeah. was they did one of the most perfect sets. It's, it was it's a bummer that that band's ruined. No. Yeah, tr- true. But let's let's not talk about that. Yeah. So the next week, I went and saw the Taste of Chaos tour, and it was Seosin with Anthony Green, Taking Back Sunday, and Dashboard Confessional. Yeah, I would have dream lineup for an emo kid like me. I would have loved it because then I could have left early. Well, because so, <laughs> Dashboard's terrible. So I missed. Pretty much everything of Seosin. I got the last song, oh. which was cool, I guess. But then yes. Taking Back Sunday, this, oh my God. They, I've they never awful? been so disappointed in one of my favorite bands in was my entire life. Oh, Bayside was there too. That's right. <sighs> it was so it was Seosin and Bayside. And once Bayside goes on, you just see all their bro fans. They're like, it's for some reason, Bayside just has the most. Bro, Chad, let's go lift some weights, drink some protein shakes. Fucking <laughs> they write such good music, fans. though, bro. <laughs> I know they do, but they, man, their fans just well, kind of suck. It's like I love Tool, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not a very big guy, but everybody else is like a fucking Viking at the show. <laughs> so you're like, I really hope there's reserved seating at this. But t- I mean, uh, I don't know. Just I guess, I guess maybe I'm just being. So I, I'm just profiling or so something. But speaking like, speaking of profiling, I'm gonna throw it out there. Okay. So, true or or not true? Like, do you feel that Kiss's fans are just juggalos in the seventies? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this meme, and it was the funniest thing. I'm sorry we're getting off track, but it was just something that I had to share because I thought it was the funniest thing. Are you saying that because everyone dressed up like Gene Simmons and had the face paint and all the stuff, like the Kiss Army? Just what do they what do they call the Juggalo Army? <laughs> the I think they're just called the Juggalos. Ju- ju- there's, there's no like army. The gathering them, you know? is their like festival. I don't know. The gathering of the Juggalos. Kylie would know all about it. We had a we had a ICP episode last year. Yeah. Where she she I knows just, all about them. I don't know. I just never. I could see that. I could see you know. Dude, they're just loyal people. Like they come out in the face paint. Yeah. They're just Juggalos. <laughs> the, the Juggalos of the seventies. That makes a lot of sense. That's like, gonna. Honestly. That's just gonna make a lot of people so angry. Nah. Nah, I it's just going to make a lot of moms and dads angry. They have, <laughs> I don't know, Kiss has some good moments in their career, but they shouldn't have got re- rid of Ace Freely, though. Yeah. They, Starman. That guy's fucking... fucking Starman. That guy kills it. Guitar. So, back to the, my, my yes. story here. After Bayside plays, which I was already kind of disappointed that all the all the dudes, like, all the high-fiving and spilling beer everywhere and, like, throwing their, their beer cups and just, just being all-around bro-chads. And uh, after they, I was already kind of in a in a funk. I miss Seosin. Here's Bayside, and then here comes Taking Back Sunday, and motherfuckers in like a leather jacket and like <laughs> these leather pants, and reminds me a lot. He's got a cowboy hat on, and he just reminds me so much of Axl Rose, and he he couldn't he couldn't stay in key. He couldn't sing in tune Ugh. to save his fucking life. He seemed. Very, very fucked up. Maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I was just so disappointed in the whole rest of the show that it just, this is kind of the disappointing like a father. <laughs> kind of, man. And like, I wouldn't saw them since then. And, and last time I saw them, it really made up for it. But when saw for some reason at Red Rocks, just seeing them there was one of the most disappointing shows because just they're one of my favorite bands. And like, just to see him go out there and be all, I love, he was just being such a, douche you know <laughs> yeah he, i don't yeah, i don't I, even I really don't like their newer albums bro it's like asking alexandria 
One of the worst shows I ever saw <sighs> was Ask Me Alexandria. Those fuckers, I, I, can't, I can't take them anymore. Their first album was incredible, but anything after that, I just toss it. Fucking no way. Yeah? Last time I saw them, and it'll be the last time I ever see them, the dudes are just wasted, for one. Half the time, they were just playing like a track, a backing track <laughs> of, of, of Guy's vocals. And at one point, he stops the show to, to yell about, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> if I don't get five bras on the stage, we're not playing any more songs. What a weird at the marquee, the, one of the smallest venues in Denver. <laughs> People should have started throwing. And it's like <laughs> 75% dudes at this show. And he's like, man, it was one of the, I, I'll never Terrible. see him again. I'll never see him again. And then, and then they went on to play their backing track where he just... <laughs> He just sits there and claps, and there's uh, 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 someone singing in the speaker. Oh, my God. Oh, it, was, it was fucking terrible. So I got the worst. I've, okay. I've, I remember. So I was at Coachella, and some amazing people were playing at the same time. And, you know, you had Hans Zimmer. You had, you Hans know, pl- Zimmer, playing awesome. all the Batman shit. Yeah. And, like, uh, Inception shit. And he's yeah, out yeah. there rocking. Um, great, great. Uh, yeah. Composer. Yeah, he's he was <laughs> killing it, and then there was Porter Robinson, this DJ, and like Medean. That's like another one, Medean or whatever. Yeah, they were playing their set, and there was I forget somebody else was re- really cool was playing. So I got this. Is what happens? You you get caught up in the the girls of the festival, <laughs> and you and you end up going to DJ Khaled, and it's just fucking <laughs> terrible. You thought this guy was terrible enough, but you think like DJ Khaled, he has like uh, everybody from Jay Z, like Kanye West, <laughs> Jay Z, like all these people that he makes really cool songs with, but yeah. he's just such an annoying piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, this motherfucker calls himself a DJ, but he's not even like DJing. He has a different DJ, and he's just sitting there just being like, another one, just like shouting. <laughs> and then he gets all out of breath, leaves about 30 minutes into his set, and has no guest stars. So it's just him just yelling, another one, just playing, having his DJ play the And he's just track. playing his song? Like, yeah. he, is he even rapping or singing or anything? Uh, he does his parts really out of breath. And then, <laughs> no, and then he was just terrible. It was just like he left 30 minutes. Uh, and then I was like, where the fuck did he go? I'm like looking at my friend. I'm like, did he really just bounce <laughs> on the set? He's probably over at the at the taco truck. He's like, another one. <laughs> Dude, I kid you not. Like the DJ finished the rest of the fucking set. It was, he oh. was not even there. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, looking over at this girl, and I'm like, really? I'm missing Hans Zimmer. I love this. Hans Zimmer about this. Ah, uh, man. I bet he was at the taco truck, just just screaming. I need another one. Another one. We the best. These tacos <laughs> are the best. Oh man. I'm just going to start doing that. Maybe that's what I'm just going to start doing. I'm just going to be like a little John fucking DJ Khaled on it. Be like, beat your meat, clam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, we the best. <laughs> <laughs> and he always has to say his name every single song like seven times. He's like, DJ Khaled, just in case you forgot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible. That's fucking, oh, that's. That sounds like a terrible show, man. There's a lot of them. I've been I, to some very I too terrible. Have been, I've been to some pretty <laughs> bad local shows. Um, um, I nah, you know I don't even give a fuck. Sliver, one of the worst oh. local bands. <laughs> I thought you were gonna ever actually in the that. world. <laughs> oh. 
it was just I, like with Kurt Cobain. I know. I just I can't. just it wasn't you know just with him. It's just like man. I just can't. <laughs> like, I've I've. I wouldn't even say I've seen them. I've suffered through Sliver like Gosh. three or four times. And you're just hoping Josh is just ending his life. He's like, I feel like going like Kurt Cobain when I. Oh, dude, I remember they were playing at the 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 Broadway bar. And oh, my gosh, dude, I had to go outside. I was like, man, this is times where I wish I had the fucking expensive earbuds that I have now to protect my ears. And look. Oh, horrible. Look, good on him for, for going out and playing and, and doing all that stuff. Like I, <laughs> After he just rips him to shreds, he's like, yeah, just keep on going but, out there and, and playing. Again, you know? but like, <laughs> You're like that. But again, like, just you might want to you might want to rethink your life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This guy over here, he's like that scene in, in Billy Madison where it's like, I award you no points. May God have mercy on your soul. Not at one point sorry, did you form man. irrational thoughts. I award you no points in regard it. And you know, brutal. A I don't, I don't even. I don't like, even. I don't even care. A uh, simple wrong would do. Would have been doing just fine. There. I, I love most local music, but that is one band that I will make an exception Ugh. for. And terrible. Wow. Yeah. With that, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, we're gonna play some. We're some gonna play Kaya some Kenna. sliver. <laughs> 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 nah, just kidding. Wrong. We're going to play some Kaya Kenna. Um, Hell yeah. And then we'll be back to uh, finish this off before we get into the interview with this guy. We'll be right back. Your voice is deep 
the Movement Podcast, where we talk about movies, video games, music, and TV. Um, we uh, pick one subject a week and talk all about it. This week we're talking about music. Um, we just went off on a tangent about some of the worst shows we've ever been to. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now we're going to talk about some of the shows we're thinking about going to in the next couple weeks here. Um, there's a lot of, lot of stuff coming. A lot of, lot of bands coming yeah. to town in the next couple weeks. Um, for instance, my list that I have. So Lagwagon is playing at the Marquee. Uh, that, are they? Yeah, it's the Marquee. I, th- I thought it was the Oriental. It's the Marquee. Um, I want to go to that. sold out, though. That's face-to-face. Yep. That'll be a good show. Yeah. Maybe we could go down there and scalp some tickets. That's what... This is the top five shows that we may or may not go to <laughs> i really want to go to that one though i was because uh, Lagwagon's always really really good Lagwagon was do you remember the old albums the atticus albums yeah where they had like the all the blink when two friends kind of it was tom DeLong had kind of sponsored that thing or he found the bands to be on the atticus albums dragging the lake is what it was called yeah and those are cool that the first couple of them were all right. Yeah, that was where I first heard of Lagwagon. Yeah? And there was a bunch of bands that I found on there. Yeah. The Used was one of them. That's, um, un- that's unfortunate. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Dude. But yeah, like, just, they're kind of one of the OG bands that I and have never been able to see, so. And they're good, man. They have really cool guitar and just catchy songs, but. Just good pop punk. And you just go in there and the. The guitar player, I forget his name. He's like seven feet tall. He's like a gigant. <laughs> he's like a gigantor, like Viking. Oh my god! But um, <laughs> yeah, they're always super good too. That's a bummer. Cause I'd I'd go buy scalp tickets on like one of the scalper sites, but they they don't have any. Right. Like I, even on StubHub, all that shit. That's too bad. Um, another show coming up that I may or may not go to. Guar. Guar at the summit. I have you ever seen Guar? Yeah. They all that blood and. Are crazy, crazy. yeah. They, I thought you were gonna go to the Jonas Brothers tonight. <laughs> Pepsi Center, four hundred ninety nine dollars for tickets. As bro. much as I'd love to go see the Joe Bros, dude. You told me earlier you're like Jonas Brothers was on top, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm good on that. All I right. just nah. Sorry, but man. Guar. Um, what are they playing? If they're playing at the Summit. And uh, I'm all right. Dang, I was not prepared. Yeah, I'm but you've seen them before. Yeah, if you've never seen Guar, you definitely should check them out. It's a, it's like a gimmick thing where it's like, it's cool, but it's all a bunch of blood and. Like, yeah, yeah, it's Sunday, October thirteenth. So, it's you know, it's the summit. It won't be too bad. I, I don't know if they'll be able to spray all their, their semen, their monster semen out at you. <laughs> at the summit, because they probably frown upon that at that venue. Well, you, uh, you, that's why you're going. You're like, <laughs> jeez, jeez. I'm sure Maris the Great will be there. Yeah. Speaking of that, we need to we need to get that dude on the show. Yeah, I would love to have Maris on the show. Anyone listening to this right now, you know, go. We're, we're gonna make a new hashtag. It's gonna be, you know, Maris to TMA or something. Hashtag <laughs> hashtag TMA Maris or something like that. Hashtag twist my Maris the Great. That's what it is. Let's do that. Hashtag twist my Maris the Great. To come on the show, and talk to us. He's almost 
He's close. It, it, those of you <laughs> out there <laughs> in Denver that know about Maris the Great, monitoring his. Yeah, I've I've updates. been watching I've been watching his his Facebook intently lately, and he's very close to <laughs> to his 666 dick pics to to resurrect. From the dead. So Maris the Great, he's a zombie, uh. and he goes out and he kills bands, which. Basically means that he goes out and he listens to a, a band and then reviews them in like a really funny, Mo- messed up fucking way. Like he'll he'll be like, yes, this band was great, but I had to kill them in the bathroom because their riffs were just too great. Like he, I love the way that this guy goes out and interviews and, or, and interviews and reviews bands like. And he retired probably, what, 10 years ago or something? Yeah. He's been he's, doing it for a while. Yeah, he's pretty legendary. Yeah, but around Denver, scene. he's. He's, yeah. he's way legendary, and just over this last year, he how came close, back out to how Facebook. <laughs> how close is he? And here, I'll, I'll go find it right now. But, right. but he said uh, it was at the beginning of the year, and he's like, "I will, you know, rise from the dead because he's a zombie." And he's like, "I'll, I'll rise back up to the streets if I can collect six hundred and sixty-six dick pics, <laughs> peen pics is <laughs> what he calls them." <laughs> oh my god, peen. You got oh, you got to look him up. It's he's a trip. Oh, I'm, sure. I'm here. So let, let's get an update on this, and you know we'll <laughs> we'll continue to update through through the month here. So he needs him by by Halloween. That's when he needs him, right? Okay. <laughs> and we'll we'll uh, go back to uh, God. No, this is this is today. So Sunday, which would have been September 29th, he posted 651. <laughs> So he's got <laughs> 651 peen pics. <laughs> Hashtag 666, the number of the meats. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't even handle it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Make Maris the Great Again 2020. So, <laughs> so Sunday, as of this recording, Sunday he posted he had 651 peen pics. And then just eight hours ago, October first, oh, oh, he posted this, all caps. This is direct from his Facebook. Go, go like him on Facebook. <laughs> Maris the Great. This is, I mean, this, this is great. But here it is, eight hours ago, October first. This is an outrage. Imagine my surprise this morning when I opened a message from little squeaky clean Corey, and it said, "Well, if you can't beat him, join him." Here's a picture of my peen. Excitedly, I opened up the attachment, preparing myself to see what a wholesome Christian guy's penis looked like. Would he have blonde pubes? Does he shave? What kind of curvature curvature would his peen display? With shaky, gay, demonic hands, I opened the attachment and looked. To my horror, he sent a picture of a vagina. (laughs) (laughs) So, according to him, he has lost 10 peen points. And he is back down to 641. He says, hear me now. I will not rest until the demise of this meddling young mortal has come to pass. If I walk the earth again, you are looking at the first casualty of the ensuing carnage. (laughs) And it's a picture of a a real pretty little boy. (laughs) So those of you out there, by October 31st, if you know, if you're feeling wholesome i i've been debating if i should i want to be number 666 though so he comes on the show i seriously i i really think i'm gonna 
uh, I'm gonna send him a picture of the peen here in, in about a week no to see if uh, <laughs> to see if I'm six six six. So then, so then I can be like, hey, here here's a DP, a dick pic, a DP. <laughs> you gotta come on the TMA show. Huh? Huh? That'll work, right? If I have to sacrifice a picture of my dick, I'll do it. It's not like he's posting them all over the internet. I mean, maybe he is, but <laughs> as far as I know, he's not. So, shit, why not? All right. You're going to take that cross for us. Come on, cross listeners. If you can if you can just just tag Maris and get him on the TMA show. Just get I you know, if if worse comes to worse, you know, maybe I'll send a picture of my peen and 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 we'll get him on the show that way. But let's uh Let's twist my Maris the Great. Hashtag. 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 <laughs> so anyway, back to our top shows that we may or may not go to. Um, <laughs> next up is Devil Wears Prada at Summit. Um, that is Tuesday, October 22nd, 7 p.m. I'm going to have to give that one a no. God, I love that band. They're so good. They're just I'm such sorry, a good bro. hardcore band. It's just not my uh not my jam. Um then you got Hail the Sun at Bluebird. Um and one you know, one Hail the Sun, you know, if you haven't heard of Hail the Sun, definitely check them out. They're they're really fun. Um but one thing that I I really want to go see at the summit here, uh it is Oops. Thursday, October thirty first. It's Halloween night and then uh Friday, November first. Um Ichio. Is playing. Have you ever heard of Ichio? No. Really? Really. <laughs> so Ichio is a local band, um, but they're they're not really even a they're not as much of a band as they are like a, 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 a performing circus. Like they there's I think twenty or thirty people in this act, yeah. and they have all sorts of percussionists. They have a bunch of different. Uh, like just just random instruments that they're that they're playing, but then they also have like dancers that go around in the crowd, and they have like Chinese dragons, and they do. <laughs> what is going on here? Have you you've never heard of Ichio? No, really? Oh man, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go look up a video right now and and show you this because they're. <laughs> it's hard to explain. You're like it's like a circus. It's hard to explain like what what they are unless you see it. You know, like let's. Let's see. They're, they're like a marching band. There you go. Uh, totally. That's that's exactly what it is. Hey. Hang on. Here. Do you, I mean, you they guys might not be able to hear this, but well, you can see this. Do so they play silence? No, I just don't have this coming through the right thing here. Mm. This guy's a... I'm a professional. What? <laughs> no, I was about to say this guy's an awesome glowing sombrero. I can't oh, hear man. what he's playing. Here we go. You can, you can hear it through the uh, through the computer speakers. You can't hear it through through the podcast. But I just wanted to show you this real quick. I mean, it's it's hard to kind of see what they're doing. But yeah, they have a light show. They have all these sombreros, and then like it's if you see on the stage up there, you got the three different drummers. You got a guitarist, a bassist, and then all these dudes in the crowd playing their their marching band instruments. Their <laughs> They're 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 big fucking bass drums and shit. Like it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And going to one of the they always play on Halloween, and it's a super just it's an incredible fucking performance. 
I know we're just kind of silently watching this on the show. Sorry, sorry, listeners, but. But seriously, like you, you can see it if you if you go go look up Itchio, I T C H Y O, and you'll see all sorts of their videos where, you know, here you got some lights with this. This is the the dragon that I was telling you about. It's going through the crowd. Like when I lived on Broadway, first in Broadway, yeah. Itchio actually played during the Underground Music Showcase. Yeah, and they walked down First Street right in front of our house. It was like a marching band going in front of our house with like their little dragons and all their, all their cool <laughs> shit. And they went down first, down Broadway. Yeah, this guy's drunk. He's <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the front row, hammer drunk. He's like, I don't even know what's happening right now. He's like, this guy's got a lot, let up sombrero. <laughs> the yeah. guy recording this video just doesn't, doesn't look like he's having a good time. But, but seriously, go, go check these guys out if you get the chance. Uh, Halloween, um, at. The Summit, Ichio. Okay. Um, and then, God, I didn't even notice this. The story so far, what, another awesome pop punk band playing on October 30th. Um, looks like they're playing with uh, Napalm Death. For real? No, that can't be For right. For real? No, that's October 20th. My bad. I was like, what the fuck? There's no way that band will be playing with Napalm Death. <laughs> Should be playing with like Billy Ray Cyrus. That'd be tight. <laughs> you got any shows that you're looking forward to? Uh, I'm gonna go see R.L. Grime. If anybody likes like that type of music, where it's um, EDM. Okay. It's Where's it's good at? though. Uh, it's gonna be at the Mission Ballroom. Nice. I haven't been there yet. Dude, I really the show that I really want to go to, but it's gosh, it's just all the scalpers got the tickets. Terrible. Um, is Tame Impala. Oh, yeah. They're playing two nights at Mission Ballroom. That would be super cool. I saw them at Coachella, and they were awesome this year. Had yeah. all these, like, crazy lasers and shit. Like, oh, man, great shit. That'd be cool. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I would say if you're more of the hip-hop fan, go uh, to Red Rocks for Wu-Tang Clan, uh, Jedi Mind mm-hmm. Tricks, mm-hmm. and uh, and who else is opening Immortal Technique. Oh, that'll be a really That's going to be show. freaking Holy sweet, shit. dude. Where's that at? It's at Red Rocks. Nice. So be a good show. Fuck I, yeah. I really want to go to that. Um, and then I'm going to go the next night to go see Dead Mouse at Red Rocks, too. Okay. Dude, for that, yeah. cu- that cube stage. Yeah. Dude, it's it's amazing. Nice. I'm going to have a stage like that for myself. Big dreams. Like, to do a cool... Big produ- dreams. No, to have, like, these awesome production. I always give it to... It's Dead Mouse. He kills it. With, he spends a shit ton on all of his screens. And it, yeah. And it's a gigantic cube, and it looks like a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and it makes all this crazy <laughs> shit, dude. Like, it's like 3D. It's fucking crazy. Uh, cool. Yeah. It's one of those bands where, one of those artists where you have, yeah, I have to go you see You have to it, be there. Yeah, for sure. Where you have to just go and experience it. You're like, okay, even if I just go to one. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like that's how Maybe, I f- maybe someday I'll check it out, but... That's just not my style. That's know? that's how I felt about Kiss, and they're supposedly on their like seventy fifth goodbye tour. Um, I think they just. I'm not sure if they already came through Denver, but they. I know they were. Okay. Um, I think I think they did, but that's another band where I was like, man, I really wanted to go see this band just because the production value would have been cool, and these guys are still rocking. Um, but yeah, they'll probably run out of funds or want to do like a 37th goodbye tour they've done it so many times like we're done we're done denver well 
I mean, whatever. They're making money, so what can yeah. they do? People love them, so if they yeah. want to keep rocking, that's cool with me. Yeah. It's not like I don't like them. It's just I'm not going to pay $400. Right. <laughs> like, I'll pay, like, 100 bucks. I'll be like, all right. Even then, it's stretching it, you know? It's a lot. Fuck that. So that's a, that's about it for shows that we may go see. There's a lot of shows going coming up, though, so... Um, Definitely, if you if you guys out there go see anything and you want to tell us about it, hit us up, twistmyownpodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to go see Breach for the Joshy. Oh, God. What we're going to do now <laughs> is we're going to take our last little break. Union mandated And break. when we come back, we're going to yeah. be uh, having our interview with Kaya Kenna. Um, she's from Boulder. but uh, Amazing. She's calling us from, from Kansas. And we'll have that interview. And... Yeah, so yeah. we'll be right back with uh, with Kaya. Sounds good.
All right, welcome back from the break. That last song you heard was from the artist that we are actually interviewing today. Um, again, we this is the Movement Podcast. We do we're t- we talk about all uh, movies, video games, music, and TV. And today is all about music. So we thought it would be good to get a uh, an artist on the show to interview. And today, joining us, we have um, a very special guest. Her name is Kaya Kenna. Yeah! Yep. Yay! That's me! Yeah! <laughs> how, how are you today? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and hanging out. I know this is the second intro we've done now, so yeah. last time we had a couple <laughs> technical difficulties, but I think it's on the right track now, so Definitely. sounds like no it's, everything's going well. Um so yeah, what uh, let's let's like I said, I, I had your Facebook pulled up, so we'll just start there really quick and then just base everything off that because that's what the cool. world is, right? Everything is based off Facebook. That's <laughs> how the world works, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta keep your Facebook game strong. So, Kaya Kenna, and I'm pronouncing that right, right? Kaya yeah, Kenna, right. okay. Kaya Kenna. Perfect. Um, according to Facebook, Kaya is a singer slash songwriter <laughs> living and performing in Boulder, Colorado. She grew up just south of Denver, where she began writing songs at age 12, which is incredible. Again, that's uh, that's a, an amazing thing to be able to write when you were 12. What what kind of songs were you writing when you were 12? I know. I was going to say, don't be impressed yet, because they weren't <laughs> the best songs. But I've always loved music, so I started playing piano when I was really young. So it was kind of natural to start coming up with ideas. Sure. I learned guitar about that age, and that's when I really started just, like, trying things out, so. Okay, and so you started writing songs on guitar then. It was like... Yeah, I thought that was a little easier than the way I learned piano at first. You know, you learn out of books. It's interesting because now I'm a teacher. I teach music lessons, so... Oh, nice. I think of everything differently now. It's really cool. Sure. Um, Oh, that's really cool. What what grade do you teach? Or is it um, like just private lessons, so oh, all okay. ages, okay, okay. randomly. That's way cool. And do you do like <laughs> guitar, fun. piano, singing? Yeah, I do voice, piano, and guitar. And then now I've been uh, teaching Ableton. Oh, that's awesome! Songwriting and other side kind of whatever people are interested in. Right. Music theory. I, I think help them out. I think that's huge to teach people how to like actually use the you know digital audio workstations oh like. man ableton's the best one though i love using that for my yeah. stuff maybe that's what i should use instead of the studio one maybe maybe things Dude. would record Dude. better <laughs> yeah i don't know man like ableton's cool because you can have it all line up or you can do whatever you want with it so i have that native instruments okay so yeah you have all the different like synths piano like anything you could ever want in there. It's just it's amazing. Ableton can grant your wishes. Yeah, it's like a genie. Right. A little genie. <laughs> little. No, because like any like a bunch of bunch of people use it, including like Trent Reznor. Okay. Nine Inch Nails. That's what he. That's why he sold all of his equipment now because he just plays it all on the through on Ableton. The, right. I mean that makes sense. Native yeah. instruments. Um, I gotta ask, do you still like? have any songs that you wrote when you were that young that you still play oh my gosh or like draw from no well i think it's interesting as you get older i mean not only does your perspective change um everything changes you're like a 
experience level, like just musically, your preference, your taste, the trends in music. Like, right. There's so many factors. Even if I wasn't getting older, it would change, you know? Right. So, that makes sense. There's some kind of essence there that's like interesting to look back on. Sure. Um, but that's also true about like my music 10 years ago, five years ago, two years ago. Like it's always kind of evolving because of the right. world evolving, I think. But yeah. isn't that like, that's the that's best part about oversimplifying. <laughs> but that's the best part about being yeah, an artist experiences, is things that growing. shape you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hear you. Definitely. When you yeah. start out, you, uh, you feel a lot differently and then you put more detail or less detail, whatever you're feeling at the time. Right. I just cool. Yeah. I'm a recycler, so I have, <laughs> I have, uh, I have a couple songs from like ten years ago that I'm like, okay, maybe I could use this riff again. Maybe it never works out ever, but like, Aww. you know, sometimes sometimes you throw like this, a little riff into like a a bridge or something like that, and I don't know. I don't think I've ever had it work out yet. I'm still uh, trying to no. get that that riff to come back. Dude, you should just you should start. You should just start making an album that's called like Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> Dude, that'd be cool because then you just have all your different riffs that oh, you put together. Yeah. So that'd be kind of a cool idea, sense. like for it, maybe. J Josh totally. and Stein, it's alive. That'd be the name of the first album. There you go. I think <laughs> it's perfect. Um, so are you still based? Think about. Oh, sorry, sorry. What? My bad. It's crazy when you think about like there's only what eight notes in a scale like seven different notes like, right. there's only so many chords there's only so many possibilities and yet like so much different music <laughs> I, yeah how's that possible like you can't recycle it when there's like it's like infinite possibilities out of just it's just mind-blowing and right i forget the number of songs uploaded to spotify every day right now is like oh, astounding it's like, like new songs it's like <laughs> tens of thousands every day isn't it like yeah yeah so much um i i love those videos where they take newer songs and compare it to older songs yeah, yeah. and like you know they, they're like oh this this riff sounds exactly like this like they did that a lot with avenge sevenfold and metallica yeah back oh. when they first came out <laughs> Or why Radiohead hates playing Creep now because they're like, you just basically stole this from, was it the Hollies or something? Oh, yeah, it sounds, totally. It does sound just yeah. like it, though. Yeah. Or Coldplay when <laughs> they got busted. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, that was, what were it's they like jacking? Steve Vai or something. Yeah. Was Skrillex like, got busted, too, at some point. But, but like we're saying, <laughs> at, at any point, unless it's just like blatantly obvious. Right. You know, like they're gonna they're gonna overlap it. You're gonna have, you know, I don't know. It's it's tough. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So, Kaya, are you still based in Denver? Do you still play shows out here and so, stuff? Or? Yeah, I'm actually currently living in Kansas City, but oh, okay. I still like to come to Denver a lot. And so, I don't know. I think with travel being so easy nowadays. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be restricted to only being seen as being in one city, but of course you only live in one place. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I'm trying to spend more time in LA and Nashville as well. So, okay. Kansas I'm city. What, what draws you to that. Kansas city? There's not even legal weed out there. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. Okay. So Kansas city is on the border of Kansas and Missouri. And so yep. the downtown city that I'm part of is in Missouri and the creative community is actually very surprising and alive. It's very cultured out here, but it's not quite as saturated as Denver. I, so it's I would a lot agree. cheaper to live. 
Okay. And there's a lot of really cool like arts grants and open spaces. I have a residency right now with a group called the Charlotte Street Foundation. Okay. And nice. so they gave me a artist space I can use for a year and hold me accountable to meeting my goals this year. So that's really cool. That's way cool. Nice. I do Sorry, I, I was just going to say the, the Midwest is definitely very eclectic when it comes to music. I lived in Omaha for a few years, and there's surprisingly a ton of like artists out there that are really, really good. It's good. So. Yeah. Well, people say like a lot of things are tested in the Midwest before they're brought nationwide. And even though that's like kind of a dumb <laughs> analogy, I feel like this is a great incubating city. I can, can see really, that. Like, nice. Grow. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, honestly, because... I mean, if you if you can get get in good with like the smaller towns and the smaller cities, then you're most likely going to be okay in the bigger ones. Yeah, that and then yeah. well, you'll have like your hometown, but then if you live somewhere else too, it gives you the other opportunities there too. So that's that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I dig that. It's been very interesting for that reason. For sure. Be somewhere else and meet a whole new group of people. I guess honestly, that's what's been the most interesting is connecting with new people and okay. i think that's a new thing with my music is trying to learn not to how to not just sell music you know people will tell you all the things you're supposed to do right but back to what we we're saying earlier i don't think that music gets old because we love art and we love the human experience Agreed. and that doesn't get old and there's always new ways to say it with different voices or different like stories totally right? agree with that yeah and <clears throat> and I, I i love the fact that you're trying to actually like speak to people through music instead of just sell them music i think that's great i hope yeah so. that's awesome <laughs> you i mean you can definitely tell um, through through your music i was uh listening to your ep and stuff today and watching some videos and stuff and you can definitely tell that you're not just there to just sell some music you know like you really really enjoy writing and you really want to like tell people your story and your songs and stuff and it's it's super cool wow thank you so much for sure yeah, um it's, it's awesome for sure. i i did want to mention um you did win some sort of an award recently for <laughs> yeah. a music video is that is that right yeah so i just found the courage this year to like put the project out there even though it's been released for a while i I struggled definitely to find the courage to like really market it. I guess that's the interesting part of this whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was like, how do I sell something that I don't want to sell? Sure. Or like, how do I share it without it coming off that way? Right. Um, but I think internally, like, it's a hard, it's hard to understand how to do that. Um, Marketing is the, the hardest thing to be sold yeah. to. Yeah. And to do it authentically is like, what does that even mean? <laughs> right. You know? right. Um, but I finally, I just found the courage to put myself aside, my insecurities aside, and just try to let it be shared with as many people as possible. So I sent it out to some film festivals, and one in Los Angeles has accepted it. I'm still waiting on a few more. I'm hoping I can do a full screening somewhere. I might just plan an event, <laughs> hopefully. That'd be way cool. Um, yeah, I just think, I just realized, like, man, I don't want to be too vulnerable, but <laughs> that's... But sometimes that's you got to do it. Sometimes that, you got to put yourself out there. That'd be cool. Do, <laughs> yeah. like, a release party slash show. Yeah. Like, do a yeah. performance. Do, like, the premiere, but then play, like, a live show of, like, some some of the older, some new songs, you know? For sure. 
Man, be, thanks. And so for real, that'd be sweet. Like come back, <laughs> come back to Denver, get all the friends together. <laughs> it would be fun. Like, and then okay, you can make like I a make like a video of the whole experience. So that'd be cool. Like, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, nice. Thanks. Yeah. And so I this, think that would be really cool. This particular award <laughs> was from the L.A. Independent Film Festival, right? Is that the only yes. one that they have in L.A.? Or is it like a... <laughs> that, I know, right? I know it's a funny question. But some people sorry. like me don't really... I, I'd never oh, even heard sorry. of the Independent Film Festival. I only hear about like the the Sundance and like those, film, those little independent film festivals. Wow. I would <laughs> say the only Los Angeles gave me an award, but <laughs> no, there's a lot, but I think it's beautiful that they're committed to supporting artists and they have a monthly festival. That's so dope. I won an award for July, but I think what they're doing is important and should be recognized that they're creating a platform for artists to screen their videos right. and meet each other and then share these awards. So, I was well, honored to be a part of it. That's awesome. I mean, monthly or annually, them. that's still way cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, there are film festivals that are like an annual event, like the Denver Film Festival. They gather for two or three days. Sorry, I'm, the <laughs> thing's cutting out here. So you were saying the film festival in Denver, they gather for two or three days? Yeah, and this one... Um, since it's monthly, it's more of a like one day. <laughs> oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Okay, Every I got gotcha. you. Sorry, yeah. they, they cut out just for a yeah. second there, but we, we gotta fix that. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Um, but that's awesome. Like, um, so as far as with the, what were you really, like, what were you feeling when you were making this album? Because it's, I always w- wanted to ask you that. Let's oh, hang on, man. hang on. Pause, pause on that question. I still, I still got a couple questions about this award really quick because okay. this is <laughs> super, super cool. All right. Um, what video was it that you like su- uh, submitted to the film festival? Yeah, I submitted the project as a whole because I'm hoping soon to screen it as one long project. You're talking um, the I whole, released... the whole EP. You're trying to screen as one right. long video. Okay. Nice. Okay. I haven't released the last video yet, and that kind of answers the question of how they're all tied together okay <laughs> so okay i think right now it doesn't make sense which is a little bit unresolved feeling but um i submitted it as one project and then they chose the second video thorns as the award winner which is a great honor and that was i mean that was such a cool video i watched it i think three Thank times it, i i oh got gosh. this i got this like super oh man it was like a epic fantasy mixed with like little red riding hood kind of <laughs> creepy vibe you know what i mean like all oh. of those things mixed together and it was awesome Thank i loved you. it um so much. definitely like anyone listening stop the podcast right now because you can do that <laughs> go to youtube and uh search oh. kaya kenna and look up thorns because it's a great video yeah. definitely worth uh definitely deserving of the award thank you so much um who who produced that for you did, did you do that like by yourself or did you have a producer come in and help with it man it was a very long process trying to figure out how to even bring this project to life mm-hmm. um long story short i ended up getting in talk uh in contact with massive studios okay um in denver yep I've, I've heard of them for sure yeah they're 
great. They host a lot of fashion events. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. However, they are shut down now. Yeah, they, <laughs> Hunter moved to New York. It was like awesome. they shut down like a, I mean, what a year ago or something maybe less. It might have been ago, about a year. Yeah, I think about a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I ended up walking in and I was like, "Do you do videos?" And we had a meeting about my ideas. And for some reason, they believed in this crazy person walked off the street (laughs) and they're like let's do it (laughs) so um I think that was the most rewarding part of the process was to learn how important collaboration is putting your your heads together with other people that see things differently than you for sure um it's one thing to be a musician but then to have to like add the visual aspect and then performance aspect it's so I don't know did it you have did too. you have an idea for what you wanted the videos to be and then you kind of just hashed them out with uh, the guys <laughs> at massive or um yeah kind of yeah okay i i i don't know it's like where do ideas come from you know i don't remember <laughs> well, normally the it's the brain no, it. i'm sorry <laughs> yeah, the brain duh <laughs> um like i don't know I'm I'm a thinking kind of person, so like ideas will come to me, but then they'll like come back, and then I keep developing them, and somehow, over the process of the years leading up to meeting Massive Studios, Hunter and Joey, mm-hmm. I like just kept getting more ideas. Then I was like, oh, and then and then this, and then this, and then that, <laughs> and then it could tie together. And then when I told them the ideas, they had ideas too. Nice. Like, oh, we could do that in the studio, or we could do that you know it just kind of came to life that's way cool and you're absolutely right it's yeah. it's way fun to take an idea to someone and then have them kind of help you mold it and it ends up being yeah. even more than what you really wanted you know yeah oh my gosh i wish i had done it when i was younger i was so protective <laughs> at first you know right i understand that for sure yeah um so and speaking on the on the album, the album it's it's called the Visual Concept Album came yeah. out last February, right? February two thousand eighteen. Well, the videos were released individually at different times. I guess I was just so, looking at Spotify. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, on Spotify. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, let's say yes. Um, but then, like you just kind of you, I guess you did you release the songs as videos gradually. And then put them all together on an EP or (laughs) I can't say my strategy was the best, but something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I mean, there's, but that's a good way to like generate buzz, you know, to be like, Oh my God, what's this next video going to be? Well, that, and then just to keep it going. Yeah. Like, all right. So the suspense between videos, like, I wonder what they're going to do next, you know? So that's, that's a cool concept. I like the timeline. Definitely thought behind it. Yeah. Um, and where did you uh, record? So, so hang on a second. Did you make all the you recorded all the music first? I'm assuming, right? <laughs> yeah. And then did the videos to that music. So, where did you uh, record the the music at? Was it a studio here in Denver? Sure. Yeah. Um, I, man, long story <laughs> short, everything's a long story. No, it's it's These totally fine. Are, these were originally acoustic songs that i wrote when i considered myself just a singer songwriter quote (laughs) acoustic i know all about that acoustic song um, (laughs) i was finally yeah i 
I really wanted to find a producer to work with. And I was so frustrated. I couldn't find someone that I felt like clicked with me. Frankly, I felt like I couldn't find anybody just at all. (laughs) And eventually I was like, I should just learn. Like, at least then I can show my ideas, you know, even if I don't do it in the end. But I started um, doing this music program and I met some music mentors. One of them is So Down Bass and... Uh, I don't know. If he's awesome, so <laughs> I just want to shout out. Like, yeah. Word. Awesome. go listen to him too. Yeah, <laughs> so, you said so down, so down bass. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Go listen he's to on him. SoundCloud and stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, he helps me so much, and I just kind of like overnight. You know, I just go home, like try to work on some ideas, and all of a sudden, I'd like totally re envision this acoustic song, and then it just became the EP. Um, so, so it kind nice. of came to life in that way, but then I brought it into a studio to have them help me obviously make it professional. That's way um, cool. And that was the keep in Denver. Okay. Yeah. So many amazing people helped me with this. Yeah. <laughs> they awesome. all deserve. I mean, yeah. but, yeah. but in all actuality, you, you can't ever really do it yourself as an artist. You always got to have yeah. like good, yeah. great minds and people around you to kind of help you get through all that tough shit that that or absolutely that or after a while you're just like even when i'm just in there sometimes i'm writing some like like a new song you just kind of get tired of it you're like is this even good so so you'd hope that you'd partner with other people otherwise you're like yeah i'm never releasing this (laughs) yeah or this is going to be guns and roses you know chinese (laughs) democracy where it takes me like 15 years god (laughs) you know um you're just so limited as one person right so true so true um and do you i i was reading about this uh remix challenge is that just people remixing all the songs that were on your ep yeah so i also don't know where that idea came from but um the whole project was collaborative to begin with with all the different people featured throughout the different videos right right but this was like a whole new collaboration process just occurred to me to release the vocal stems and see if anyone else wanted to do it differently. Like just excited to hear how other people might've done it. Yeah. And I couldn't believe 35 people submitted of uh, 200 people downloaded them and they could still use them in the future. Even wow. if it's not like an official remix, I'm just excited that like I was able to give something back for people to use to, and yeah. create with, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. The and it was like a whole awesome. new dimension. Yeah. Do you have Thanks. any of those remixes online that we can find anywhere? SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud. They're okay. all on SoundCloud. Word. I yeah, guess I, I should have looked on SoundCloud. Oh, I was just on good. Spotify like a dummy. Gosh, we no, for, we no, forgive it's... you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I was um, thinking that could make a really good outro song. So. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we could look into that. Definitely. Um, I mean, I'm I'm leaving it up to you. Whatever song you want to end with on this interview. <laughs> okay. So we'll we'll definitely we'll get that figured out. Um, did, was there like a contest or anything with this remix or like, did you do any yeah. sort of like meet and greet or something? <laughs> oh man. Well, actually it was turned out to be an international competition, so I couldn't really, Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> do that. But that was the most amazing part. Um, connecting yeah. with all these people from totally different countries, totally different time zones, like right. music tastes, all of that. And I decided not to call it a challenge, uh, sorry, contest. I called it a challenge because you don't it's want, like that salesy aspect. Yeah, you don't want people to get the wrong like impression or something. Yeah, and I didn't want 
it comes off real prideful for me. Like, <laughs> okay, who can make the best version of my stuff? Yeah. But I wanted it to seem, you know, more authentic than that. And uh, right. I was grateful that everyone worked on it. So I was just more like, hey, if you want this challenge, there are some prizes. They're not amazing. But I was like, I'm going to give out five <laughs> little prizes <laughs> instead of one. Nice. You know? Yeah, you pick the top oh, five. But definitely a cool idea, though. Yeah, I love that oh, idea. So you just you're just chock full of all these good concepts and ideas. <laughs> I know. It's, I told you <laughs> she's you. she's <laughs> awesome. Well, and it's it's refreshing <laughs> right? to hear like that there's an artist that doesn't just want to just strictly make music. Like you have all these other ideas for your music mm. and stuff like that. So that's that's even more respectable in that aspect because like. You see all these bands and artists that are just like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to make this music and I'm going to sell it on the Internet and it's whatever. Yeah. So I, I oh, definitely love to you. hear that there's there's more artists out there that have bigger ideas and like bigger ambitions. You I know? just I just like seeing a bunch of friends that are doing really well in the industry, mm-hmm. which is cool. Like I remember I wasn't very like great back in school like playing anything, but I used to do all the artist management side. Remember I did the singer songwriter. Oh, yeah. I just remember we had so many awesome people in that class. And, you know, I, I remember I liked your piano songs a lot when you were. Wow. Thank Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, okay. Like she was, she was in there. Uh, That's cool. Olivia was in there. Kimmy. Yeah. Olivia had, uh, Rudine. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. We had a bunch of. Uh, to check her out. <laughs> yeah. We had a bunch of really cool, nice, awesome people there. A lot of different songwriters, too. It was, it was great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing time. Um I love that. So I guess just uh just a couple more things. Evan, what did you want to ask about the so the album? So how did it all like come to you like you know, when like what what were you going through during that time or like what were you experiencing oh. that just really was like the main inspiration behind that? And was okay. it all over like just a period of time like a like months or was it like spread out over time how was how it all coming together for the okay. songwriting process right um truthfully the songs were totally independent originally they were just like honest independent songs in okay. that moment that's how i felt right but when i started to come up with these ideas for the visuals i realized it kind of connected into a story and that's when i felt like had to be done (laughs) once I realized it it had a message you know um my very very first music video released in 2013 evermore sorry like forever sorry you you totally cut out right when you said the name of that video what was the name of the video (laughs) the first video was called evermore true okay in 2013 and there was kind of this like abstract storyline where I like chase myself uh, I feel kind of silly describing it, <laughs> but like in my head, I was like, yes, this is like, like the song is about being ever more true to yourself. Like even if you okay. let yourself down right. growing into it and just learning You're... from it and kind of this like chase of the ideal self. And then right. at the end, she like That's wakes cool. up and realizes she's like both people. I just kind of gave it away, but. That's oh my right. god spoiler <laughs> alert everybody spoiler <laughs> alert. not like you're gonna go watch it <laughs> i'll just i'll just put like a little i'll just put a little beep right there real quick yes. <laughs> yeah beep. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so i accidentally realized i keep projecting these same themes into my song and 
even though I haven't released the fifth video, so another mini spoiler alert. Uh-oh. I see the visual EP as a cycle that repeats. Uh, okay. Um, and um, like I said, the songs were independent, but I felt like it came alive into a story. Um, I don't know how much how much I should give away or just don't, don't like, give uh, don't give away too much. Cause, yeah, because we definitely okay. want to make sure that we we're surprised with the with yeah. Because I'm I'm hooked yeah. now. I'm, like, I'm on the edge of my seat after watch, <laughs> watching these videos, so I'm like. Oh my goodness. But no, I just I just thought it was a really cool concept and everything that has d developed out of it has been just really solid. Like I I just liked how it was all rolled out. Um so Thank bravo you so to much. you. Um totally. but yeah, we're definitely looking forward to that last video and uh yeah, if you want throw a big party out here and <laughs> like I said yeah. in the in the beginning, that would be so cool. It'd be Heck good yeah. to see you. Yeah, yeah. Um and after so after your last you said that there's six music videos, right? Um, there'll be five. The five. One oh, so this is yeah. the last one. Okay. So then yep. after that music video, do you have any, any more plans after that? Are you going <gasps> to release any more music or? Yeah. <laughs> I have another concept album in my head. Ooh. So I yes. don't know what to do except go for it and try to do it. Too. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I am excited yeah. to hear that for I sure. I hope it'll work see out. What it, see what it is. And I'm definitely Thank excited you. to see the last video of, uh, of that whole visual concept album i love yeah. it thanks so much <laughs> just thought that was yeah. clever yeah for um sure. do you are you touring or anything anytime is there any shows people can go see you at or anything i am currently here and there so sure just kind of very sporadic i play busy making videos um, and stuff <laughs> yeah at restaurants or wineries like background music which sure. i enjoy but it's a little different than a show but um I certainly want to do more of that in 2020. So definitely, 2020 is coming up. Sounds yeah, that's good. And so, yeah. where can uh, where can everyone find you? What's the best way to to listen to your music, to find you, and uh, on social media and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, honestly, I hope to be accessible on all the different platforms, but I'm the most active right now, probably on Facebook. But my music is on Spotify and. It should be on all the just the major streaming platforms, awesome. Apple Music and Amazon and nice. SoundCloud. And, and, <laughs> and you just search Kaya Kenner, right? Yeah, it's hard to spell, so it's A I A A E N A. Yeah, K K A I A K E N A. Search for Kaya Kenner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Go like all of her social medias and check out her music and and watch her videos. They're Thank they're you. really really good for yeah. sure. The the concept is is excellent. Oh so. man, yeah. You guys are so nice. Thank you. And truly, I just want to connect with people. So if you're listening, I just want to say hi. So say hi. <laughs> yeah. Don't That's worry awesome. about <laughs> And I want to thank you again for coming on the show and, and hanging out for a little bit. It's definitely been a lot of fun. I love interviewing new artists that I can go you know, do research on and, and learn about and, and listen to their music because there's so much out there. Like you were saying, there's so much out there. So thank you again so much for coming on and, and chatting with us. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you having me.
That was our interview with Kaya Kenna. Um, Amazing. Great, great, great girl. She was she was fantastic. Um, it was great to have her on the show. Um, thank you again, Kaya, for coming on the show. Appreciate it. All the music you've heard tonight on the podcast was um, from from Kaya. She it was the first song you heard on our first break um, was the original the original track. Okay. Of, yeah. Uh, God, I just I I'm just drawing a blank right now. Um, oh, you got to see Thorns. It was th- it's called Thorns. So the original track of Thorns was played during our first break, and then second break was. Remix off of the remix mm-hmm. album, and uh, and yeah, it was it was good. I, I liked him. I, I went through and listened to a, a bunch of her music and stuff, and she's she's really talented. If you guys get the chance, uh, go go check her out on SoundCloud or Spotify. Kills Kaya that, Kenna. Yeah, kills that piano, so, singing, all of it, guitar. Great. Oh, great. Yep, and definitely go like her on Facebook and all the social media things. Just search Kaya Kenna. K A I A K E N A. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, no but she's great then check out the new remixes um she ran that yep yep that's what one of that's what the remix of that song is from it's from the remix challenge that we talked about on the interview so so definitely go check them out (coughs) check all the remixes her page and i want to thank kaya again for coming on the show um it it was great to have you on um, if you listening to the show are in a band and you would like to come on and talk about your music or or talk about shows you're going to see or just just be on the show. Um, hit us up at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll we'll get you hooked up and, and get you on here as soon yeah. as we can. It, we love having artists. If if you are an artist and you have a show coming up that you would like us to promote, email us at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. Or um, if you want to have your music played on the air and you'll let us play it. Yeah, that'd yeah, be good sure. exposure. I, sure. Right yeah. now I'm using royalty-free music to do all of our intros and stuff. If I could have some... Some local local music that I could play while I'm doing intros, that'd be great. I'm just gonna start writing some gangster do rap it. shit. Fucking do it. Dude, so. let's let's just make like a Lonely Island type band, but like <laughs> <laughs> that'd be tight. Yeah. Um I do uh I do wanna thank you all for listening to the show. Yep, appreciate um, it. This has been a really fun episode talking about music and all that stuff. Next week we're gonna be talking about T V. It's the the end of the first what would you say the first like quarter of of the movement podcast yeah it's been uh it's been pretty solid it's been fun i've had a good time with it so you guys out there listening give us your feedback on on the movement show and if there's anything you'd like to like us to cover in in movies or video games or music or tv let us know twist my arm podcast at gmail.com or if Um, you want to call us too you can call us yeah, five zero eight nine three twist. That's the number you can call us and leave us a message. <laughs> Let us know what you um, think. Soon we're gonna start having some some call in shows where we'll we'll post on Twitter that we're live and you can call us or we'll do a or just tell us AMA the, right kind of thing. So there's yep. there's a lot of lot of stuff like, going on here. Long time listener, Studios, first so. time caller. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. So, again, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Um, we have been the Movement Podcast brought to you by Twist My Arm and the TMA Studios. Yep. I'm your forever host and friend. My name is Josh, and I was joined tonight by... What's up, Evan? What's going on? My co-host, Evan. Um, <laughs> next week, we're talking about TV, and we'll talk at you then. <laughs> <laughs>